Our guest today is writer-director Molly Elfman. The film is called Next Exit. This is her feature film debut, and it's the story of a research scientist who makes national news by proving she can track people into the afterlife. Rose, played by Katie Parker, sees a way out, and Teddy, played by Rahul Kohli, sees his chance to finally make it. These two strangers, both harboring dark secrets, race to join the doctor's contentious study and leave this life behind. The film is called Next Exit, and we're joined today by the writer and the director of the film, and that would be Molly Elfman. Molly, welcome to Film School Radio. Hello, and thank you for having me. This is a, it's serious, it's funny, it's poignant, it is insightful. There's a lot to be uh, recommended about the film, not the least of which is you have two wonderful lead actors. Let's talk a little bit about what inspired you to make this film. I mean, this has always been a character study that I was very excited to make about these two characters. I had been working on their backstories and who they were for a very long time. And for me, I just wanted to live in a world in which we just altered it in one small way. And then we saw the ripple effect of what would happen. And for me, you know, the idea of what happens after we die is something that kind of unites all of us. And so when we scientifically prove it in the beginning, I, I like looking at all the different responses. Some people believe it. Some people don't believe it. Some people argue it. Some people, it, it opens up their minds and now they're more scared. Some people are happy. It's this wide range. Nobody really knows what to do with it. So we're just hitting them at this moment where they've just discovered this and everybody's kind of in that chaos moment. And you're also, we're also all going through a period of time in our own lives and collectively where there are a lot of questions that would naturally pop up over the course of these last three or four years that we've been living through. So you have that as well, right? Yes, exactly. So another thing about it is, I mean, while it's fantastical, the the premise, it, it feels like science keeps getting closer to something that is believable about this. Yes, absolutely. Was that part of it? I mean, was that part of the inspiration? Was the sense that technology and our ability to kind of understand the unknowable until now is is coming closer and closer to being feasible, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I think for me, it's funny. There's actually, I got sent somebody, there is a doctor online who is actually claiming this. And I was like, hmm, this doesn't look real. Uh, but you can go visit him. And I was thinking I might be one of the people that probably should. Um, no, for me, I mean, it's always a quest for the great unknown, right? We're always trying to, as humans, understand the thing that we can't understand. And I think for me, it was more dealing with deaths in my life and dealing with the unknown and not being able to answer it and wanting to find an answer and looking into it in a variety of different ways. And none of it really satiating me and so i just invented a way in which it would yeah and this this is something that every sentient being in the history of the world has been considering and and in that in that consideration comes this idea that you might have some power you might have some influence on what happens after we've died so this is something i think most people would consider as some as, as at least a possibility Mm-hmm. In addition, all the things that we're talking about, uh, we've talked about it in terms of this this aspect of life. It's a road trip movie, absolutely. Road and road. find yeah, and finding finding people who we're going to feel comfortable, interested, provoked. However, whatever the impulse that you're trying to get 
reaction from in these characters. You've done a wonderful job here. Let's let's talk about what sort of the dynamic, what went into your formulation of Teddy and Rose. Um, I can tell you that it wasn't very formulaic at all. It was me writing poetry and backstories and knowing these characters through and through and then putting them on the road together and then seeing what would happen next and wanting these foils and wanting these ways of helping them open up uh, and kind of placing them along the way. But I, I wrote it in order. I don't outline. I don't do any of that type of structure for me, for other projects I do. For this project, this was an emotionally driven film in which these characters were constantly telling me what they needed. So once they would tell me that, I would come up with something that I could throw against them or I would know where I'd want them to go. So it was very much an emotional journey for me writing these characters as it was for them to go through this film. Well, let's take a half a step back and I described it in the introduction. But if there's anything you want to add to what I said about their journey and how it begins, is there something that I should be talking about in terms they're on their way to a place where they believe that they are going to end their life and virtue by virtue of the research done by the good doctor they will be communicating with us the living they'll be able to be uh they can see track and record people on the other side and these people are slowly becoming the new pioneers into the next realm. They're the Buzz Lightyear. They're the, you know what I mean? They're not Buzz Lightyear, Buzz Aldrin. Sorry, I'm in another way. They are the pioneers that are crossing the, I always think about crossing the United States as we were driving across it and how wild it must have been to just cross those deserts and not know how long you would have to go until you would get to the other side and what exactly was there for you. So I think for Rose wants a way out and she can't figure out how to get away from everything. So she's running from something and Teddy wants to find a way in. He wants to be seen. He has struggled his whole life. And the people who are going through this, the participants going through this are being seen. Are, the entire world is looking at them and wanting to know what happens to them next. And I think that's something that he's longed for his whole life is for somebody to recognize something that he's done. Along the way, they meet a number of different people and in a number of ways in which those characters that they meet along the way are pointing to something that is very life affirming and or the, just a, a part of life and, mm -hmm. and 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 as they move forward they must or at least you give them the opportunity to think about that whatever that character particular character might be about is yeah and you know there's I think it's people who are challenging where they're at. For Rose, I think Rose is very self-centered at the start of the film and very much about herself. Teddy is also very much about himself and what he hasn't gotten out of life. And, you know, first they meet Father Jack, which she see starts to crack a little bit of the surface. And then as you keep going and you meet John in a bar, which kind of unites the two of them and, and seeing somebody else who's experiencing being haunted in a very different way. And then they continue to grow until they kind of literally the film starts to open up and, and they're finally, once they finally get out of their own ways and accept that other people have other things going on too, they start to think about, is there another option? Can I, what can I do here? And if death isn't the answer and I can't, but I can't handle my life, how do I fix that? And so that's ultimately what they have to go through. And I think each one of these is a few, hopefully a few different angles of how we're tackling that. Well, you mentioned Father Jack and then another character and John, um, but also Karma. <laughs> but, and I just, I loved, I love the way she came into the story and the way she left the story. I just thought that was a terrific arc for her story and, and where she fits into this. 
I don't want to. I don't know if you want to get into detail, but she is. She is karma. <laughs> she is. She is karma. A literal manifestation. I, I love karma, and and she's kind of. I think somebody described her as a fresh breath in the movie, and I think that that was very much what I was trying to get to at that point was an opening up uh, of ideas of their minds of still fighting that, but you know trying to get to that place and also as we meet karma we finally kind of get outside of the car we finally see some big open spaces uh for me always getting out into nature and realizing how small and insignificant i am is one of the moments that gives me the most peace and so i think that that was a very important moment and i think she does come for what she's needed and then she she goes back into the darkness just want to remind our listeners that we're speaking with Molly Elfman. She is the director of this wonderful new film called Next Exit. It is being released through Magnet Releasing Film Releasing, and that's an arm of uh, Magnolia, a wonderful, terrific um, uh, distributor, film distributor. And it is in theaters. Well, it's actually in theaters beginning on Friday, November 4th, and also, I believe, available on on demand as well the same day so you want to be looking for this i would suggest you see it in a theater just because i think it's just it, it's a cinematic film it looks beautiful it's just there's a lot to recommend so get out of the house go see this have you ever been on this kind of a road trip have you ever experienced this sort of the cross-country trek oh yeah i i mean we literally did it with the team too so <laughs> you know uh but no, I, I love I, the I live in California, so I, I more often am driving up and down the coast because it's one of the most beautiful coasts to drive up and down. I did it three times actually during the pandemic. It was driving literally up to the top and up to Oregon and then back down uh, is one of my favorite things to do is, again, I, I find there is that the clarity of mind when you have the time to pause and when you are staring out at the <laughs> the sky and you actually just settle a little bit. It is it is funny how being in that form of movement allows you to feel both as if you are moving forward and also as if you're actually finally able to process some of those things. So for me, road trips and being in nature are incredibly important to kind of coming up with a lot of these ideas. Yeah, I got the impression from the film that a fair amount of this was filmed in Northern California, what we call Northern California, people who live in Southern California here, but uh is, we actually didn't make it to NorCal. You did not. No. When the last part was okay. Well, it's supposed to be San Francisco, so I appreciate that you thought that it was. Yeah. We got to about the middle. We never got full fully up to NorCal. We started in Kansas City, Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and finished in LA, and went up to Santa Barbara for about two hours, and then flew to New York and got our B unit there. Oh wow! Well, it's yeah. beautiful. It's beautiful. As you said. The California coastline is amazing. I just recently made the trek uh, just above um, the Russian River uh, up a couple of hours up that way. It's hard to describe how beautiful that coastline is. It is. And I recently just went up to Oregon and scouted for another project and went and was on a waterfall hunt. I, I have to incorporate waterfalls into something that I'm doing. That's all I can say. Well, let's talk uh, just a, a little bit about the two leads, uh, Katie Parker and Raul Coley, uh, they're both wonderful in the film. What was uh, the sort of the process or the thought process in casting them? What what kind of a background did you do you feel like they brought to to their roles? I mean, both of them. I I, I had met Katie in a reading over ten years ago, and and saw her. Uh, I I saw her in absentia 
what was it, 12 years ago now. And I thought that she was amazing. And, and we became friends not long after that. And so I've known Katie for years and seen her grow as an actress and actually saw her in Rose McIver's short, Nice Ride. And I thought, wow, she's gotten really good. And so I was really excited to work with her. She was my first choice. And then Rahul, I had known from iZombie. Uh, I found him so charming. And then I saw him in Bly Manor deliver that monologue. And I was like, I want this person in my movie. I knew that he could handle the charm and the charisma, but also the depths that Teddy has. Yeah. Uh, and so I was just very lucky to get both of my first choices. Uh, and it was, they work completely differently. And yet they're very respectful of one another. And so it just worked so well. And I was, I was incredible incredibly grateful to both of them who I really believe carry this film. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're great. And uh, it is the, the first part of the film is them getting to know one another, first establishing kind of who they are and then getting to know each other. The rough period of time when particularly Rose is not interested in anything else, but getting to the destination. And then as within a, a few ticks, we begin to understand that this is about the journey this yes. is about, and that that's really what we're we're about here. And uh, it's a it's just a beautiful film, not only to look at, but also to appreciate it. And it and I I don't I defy anyone to watch it and not begin to uh, to consider some of these questions that that are posed in the in the film. And uh, my congratulations to you on your wonderful work here. Thank you. That means so much. It's it it was. I felt so grateful to be able to make this film and I just, I hope it has a chance to make it out there in the world and, and bring some hope to a very dark place. Just with the last thing to say about it in the sense that uh, it is a film that rides this thin line between sci-fi and drama and there's a lot of humor in it. There's a lot of things to, again, recommend if you like a film with variety, you like a film that um, is adult. Yeah. And isn't silly, uh, it's, even though it is funny at times. This is a really good film for you to check out. Again, next exit. Well, congratulations. I believe this is, is this your feature debut? Do I have that correct? Feature debut. Well, I look, yeah, I, I look forward to, I uh, hope you come back, but I look forward to more work from you regardless. Molly Elfman, thank you so much for spending a little time with us here on Film School Radio. Thank you so much for having me.